years ago, two awkwardly shaped boys became best friends. That friendship grew over time. Then the two awkwardly shaped boys became men and got their own radio show. <laughs> what you're listening to right now is two best friends. It's Mikey and Bob. We've never seen each other naked. Not that we don't want to. It it just hasn't happened yet. Welcome to the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. I'm so comfortable right now, man. Comfort? Yeah, I am so comfortable right now. I'm wearing like wearing like nice What you got on? I I got a new pair of like uh like sweatpants. I don't know. They were so comfortable, man. And I'm just wearing them today because I don't really care all that much. I'm so glad we don't have to dress professionally for this job. We Never. can wear whatever we want, basically. Never have to dress up. Uh, it's one of my favorite things about this job. All about comfort. Like, I don't know if I could go to a regular job. Like, put on, like, a shirt and tie Oh, every we've day. been doing this too long at this point. Yeah. No, I could not have, like, a regular job where you need to wear, like, slacks. I need to be business casual. Oh, my God. No, I can't. I can't do business casual. <laughs> no. I don't even know what that is. Especially waking up and having to deal with that? No. No, uh-uh. Like, to put on a tie every day? Oh, my gosh. Well, we've been doing this for too long. There's no going back. It's like we can't be taught how to dress now. Like, I barely wash my body. <laughs> Let alone, like, actually put on real clothes and have to do my hair and stuff like that. That's, none of that happens. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I usually wear hats all the time, too, in here. And we can just dress like slobs. And none, none of it matters at all. Even though people do see us, because we post a lot of videos from our show. <laughs> Somebody actually made the comment on one of our YouTube videos that um, they're just like, Bob always dresses pretty nicely for, for a big guy, but Mikey, you always look like a homeless slob. <laughs> not nice well i actually like usually i won't even respond to a like a comment on any of our youtube videos but i i respond i'm just like listen i i've explained this on the show before i am six foot nine it is difficult for me to find clothes like i am happy this pair of sweatpants that i'm wearing right now fits me better than any pair of sweatpants i've ever owned that's why I feel like I needed to start the show to tell everybody because I'm happy for these sweatpants. And I just have plaid shirts in yeah. multiple colors. Yeah, you do. You, I mean, this is my you go-to. Do, you do have a lot of plaid, like... I don't uh, get a lot of options. Like you said, there's not a lot of options, man. That's what it is. But, like, you even have more options than me. We talk about this all the time because the big and tall stores are not for big and tall. Uh, that's completely separate because you can't find tall skinny clothes at the big and tall store you have to be big and tall yeah even if they're tall they're usually wide yeah and i i can't do that because i'm not very wide at all i'm pretty skinny so you know what i would actually agree with that i do dress horribly i dress like uh i guess like a homeless person that just stopped caring nothing wrong with it though i i do what i i do what i can do listen more of a beautiful thing that we have a job where you don't have to care at all yeah it's over for us if we ever have a job where we actually oh have to dress God. up man like i said too we've been doing it for too long can't go back now uh it is friday morning which means we start the show with the first 45 seconds of r kelly bump and grind feel free to sing along what happened there i was i, was, I, was ready, I hit i hit the r kelly button and i was so ready to go there and it just didn't work i mean what happened there 
Is it is it broke? Uh, hold on, let me try again in here. Hey! No! <laughs> Just a little pump fake on it today, that's all. <laughs> but my body! My, my body! Tell me yes! Baby! I don't wanna hurt nobody! But there is something that I must confess! Nothing wrong with a little bump and grind. With a little bump and grind. Nothing wrong, baby. And that's how we start Friday here on the Kiss Morning Freak Show. Mikey and Bob, it is the uh, 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. High today, 52 degrees and sunny. Nice. Yeah, not bad. Nice day today, huh? I think tomorrow, 52. Ah, not bad. So, yeah, not bad. Are you doing anything uh, fun this weekend, Bob? You got anything planned? Big weekend plans at all? Or uh, yeah, my daughter started softball, so I oh boy. softball. I have softball Friday and Sunday. It was like indoor softball. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So like softball's like a year-round thing. Yeah, pretty much. Man, it's getting there. So you're full softball bad now, huh? Uh, yeah, she enjoys it. Yeah, my daughter Addison uh, doesn't play any sports. Um, which, you know, I don't, I, I would like her to play sports, I guess. Well, she's really tall too. Obviously, uh, my wife, Jamie's pretty tall and I'm six foot nine. I'm a giant. So, uh, our daughter Addison's pretty tall. So I'm always thinking like, all right, volleyball or basketball, get this scholarship. So I don't have to pay for college. Right. But you know, never want to pressure into playing anything. So she doesn't play any sports. She's dabbled a little bit, but never like signed up for a team. Which I'm good with because, uh, you know, then I don't have to be the parent that's like, no, you're playing. And I don't have to go to games and stuff. Which, it wouldn't be a bad thing if I had to. You guys come to a couple of games. Well, yeah, I've gone to to more sporting events for your daughter than my daughter. Yeah, absolutely. So, I'm going to, uh, I'm driving to go see my mom in Michigan after the uh, show today. So that'll be fun. I'm excited too. Adventure. Yeah, I'm excited too because um, I think tonight for dinner we're going to Permani Brothers, which is a completely normal thing here in Pittsburgh. But my mom lives in Michigan, an away game, and yeah, it's it's an away Permani Brothers game, and I'm not used to that at all. I've never been to a Permani Brothers outside, you know, like the Pittsburgh area. But they they have Permani Brothers down in Florida. Yeah, I know yeah. that yeah. because, you know, there's Ginger's down in Florida and why not? And I know that Permani Brothers has been kind of expanding into Ohio and, and Michigan. I think even as far as like Indianapolis mm-hmm. has Permani Brothers now. So for the first time, yes, I'm playing a Permani Brothers road game, I believe, tonight, which is going to be weird, too, because I'm going to walk into a Permani Brothers and I, they do like this. Is how Permani Brothers does like their their restaurants in other cities, they still do have semblance of Pittsburgh stuff in it. You know, like you'll see Penguins, Pirates, Steelers stuff on the walls and everything like that. But they put a lot of whatever the local team's stuff is in there too. So I'll see like Detroit Tigers, Detroit Red Wings, Detroit Pistons, Detroit Lions stuff. (laughs) Yeah. So it's going to be kind of weird. I don't know if I'm... I don't know if I'm fully prepared to handle that yet. It'll just be like, you know, it'll be like seeing, uh, 
Like if your dad had a beard for like 15, 20 years and then he shaved it off and it's just like, yeah, all right, it's still my dad, but it's, I'm just going to take a little while to get used to. Yeah. So that's my plan tonight. I'm going to go to an awkward Permanis. But another funny thing is it's attached to the mall that I used to work at. I used to work, uh, this was before, was this before? Yeah, this was before me and you worked in the shoe store together, right? I believe yeah, I worked at, yeah. uh, I worked at Aeropostel in the mall, which was kind of funny because I sold the clothes, but none of the clothes fit me. So they always encouraged you to wear, you know, the, the clothes, you would get a good discount. So you would buy clothes and basically all your wardrobe would would have to be like Aeropostel when you were working. Of course, that makes sense, right? Right. I couldn't do it because I was so awkwardly shaped that I would never fit in the clothes. So I would be the only one working that would just be wearing, you know, different clothes because, oh, he has an awkward body and doesn't even fit in the clothes that he's uh, he's selling here. So I'm going to go to the mall that I used to work at to go to a foreign weird Permani Brothers that will have a little Pittsburgh stuff in it, but not full blown. It's going to be weird, man. Strange it's, adventure. Yeah, strange adventure. Definitely. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 KISS. It is the Morning Freak Show. Listen to us every morning on the free iHeartRadio app. Every afternoon and night, too, because you can get caught up with our Mikey and Bob podcast every day on the free iHeartRadio app or iHeartRadio.com. Custom playlists you can make, too, on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, They have a playlist called the Newly Released Playlist. That's just like whenever somebody comes out with a new song, any big artist. Like Justin Timberlake yesterday, uh, Chris Stapleton came out with that new song, Say Something. That's on the like the iHeartRadio newly released playlist. You like that? It's pretty good. It was okay. I liked it. I think my favorite song out right now that's on that uh, newly released playlist, uh, Migos Stir Fry. You hear that song? That's like my favorite song right now. Like I listen to it I just on repeat. Migos Stir Fry, best song out <laughs> right now. Uh, but you can also get our Mikey and Bob podcast every day on the free iHeartRadio app. I know that's how a lot of people uh, listen to the show now, and we appreciate that. Uh, Ashley tweets here, hometown shout out, Dairy Fat Larry making the show today. That's right. This is from uh, WPXI. New at five from Westmoreland County, a man accused of making off with $250 he was supposed to use during an undercover drug sting. Our partners in the Trib report Larry Dunlap was working with police in an undercover buy. He allegedly went into the house in Dairy with the marked cash. But... <laughs> Wait, did he just leave with the money? <laughs> he did. Never came out. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. <laughs> this guy was working with the cops on an undercover thing. They gave him they gave him money to go buy drugs. He went to the house to buy drugs and then never came home. <laughs> At the time, police only knew him as Fat Larry. Yes! They say they were able to ID him yes! for the arrest through his phone and Facebook. They only knew him as Fat Larry? Very Fat Larry. Isn't it amazing that operations like this are just going on? You know, and uh, locally right here, and uh, we never even hear about like it. Send Fat Larry. Like in. there is a guy in the dairy area just named Fat Larry <laughs> that the cops are like, yeah, we got th- like they probably we got, we got Fat Larry from dairy. They probably got Fat Larry on some other charges, or probably caught Fat Larry with something, right? right? right yeah, yeah. So then they were like, all right, Fat Larry, make here's it, what we're gonna do. Make it right, Fat Larry. Uh, we need you to uh, to kind of work with us here. We're gonna give you some money to go buy drugs with, and then we're gonna raid the house. Okay, Dairy Fat Larry walks in with two hundred fifty dollars to buy drugs. Probably sneaks right out the back door or something. <laughs> and that wouldn't cops be around the house though? Like, wouldn't they have the house surrounded you or would something? Think, you would think. Fat Larry's just under the house, going through 
Fat Larry yeah. drug tunnels and everything. Fat Larry escape route. Dairy Fat Larry escapes. That's a actually a pretty damn funny story. Anytime there is a, a story involving somebody in dairy named Fat Larry, <laughs> that's definitely uh, going to make our show. <laughs> Alex tweets us here. I don't have enough data left to listen to Mikey and Bob on the iHeartRadio app on the bus, so I decided to drive myself to work so I could listen to the legends on the radio. Hashtag committed. Wow. That is dedication right there. Making the drive in. Well, you can download our show now. Like on the iHeartRadio app. So if you got Wi-Fi and you don't want to like spend all your data streaming the show, you can wait till you get to Wi-Fi, right? And then just download the podcast... When you're on Wi-Fi, right? So then you're not wasting all the data, right? You can catch up that way. Yeah, pretty easy. If you want. Or if you want to listen to us live, thank you. Just drive your car like you are, Alex. You we animal. appreciate that though, yeah. because we really uh, <laughs> aren't aren't that good, and definitely not worth uh, making other driving plans to uh, to get yourself to work for. Uh, Vince McMahon, who of course uh, of course runs the WWE, had a full press conference yesterday to announce he is bringing back the XFL football league in 2020 uh this is not gonna work right no uh uh-uh. it's not here's what happens it's just not everybody acts like they want this and acts like they're excited about this nobody's gonna care uh january of 2020 is when the xfl is supposed to uh be back eight teams around the country will play a 10-week schedule vince mcmahon himself is funding it with about $100 million. I mean, even if you are excited about it, you have to wait till 2020 for it. Well, like, yeah, even then you know it's just going to be crap players that you don't yeah. even know. And it's like, eh, all right, come on. It's just not happening. Uh, Vince McMahon said, I wanted to do this since the day the uh, we stopped the other one. Because uh, they previously, what was it, early 90s? Late 90s? Yeah, like probably one, like one, mid, mid-90s. One season? XFL, yeah, it was one season. Wasn't Tommy Maddox, the former Steelers quarterback, wasn't he in the XFL, I think? I believe so. Uh, Vince McMahon said, I want to do it since the day we stopped the other one. A chance to do it with no partners, strictly funded by me, will allow me to look in the mirror and say, you were the one who screwed this up or you made this thing a success. Have you ever seen the XFL uh, 30 for 30 documentary they did on ESPN? Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it was a disaster. Yeah, it, an absolute disaster. They rushed it too much. They, they they tried to put it on like a major network. It was on like NBC or something was, like that. It was. It was on NBC. It was on freaking NBC and it was so bad. It just flopped. Like it had interesting aspects to it. Like they let players like put nicknames on the back of their jerseys, different things like that. But then there were just weird aspects of it. Like they would they would almost cut promos like they do for the WWE where it was like players dating and flirting with cheerleaders. And it just, I think he said no cheerleaders this time around, which is probably a, a good thing, I would say. Uh, he said the games will be faster in the XFL, probably have a running clock, and games would be about two hours. He said players in his league will not be given the forum to take a personal stance uh, with social and political issues while playing. Says he has no problem with them doing it on their personal time, just not on XFL time. He said he's going to be the owner of all the teams so he can do whatever he wants. And he also said, this is kind of interesting, he won't let a player play in the XFL if they have a criminal record. Hmm. He said he wants to uh, evaluate players based on the quality of a human being they are. If you have any sort of criminal record or commit a crime, you aren't playing in the league. So of course, people, when they think of the XFL, I think, I mean, all right, what big names is he going to go after to kind of make a splash? Three that come up, quarterbacks, Colin Kaepernick, Johnny Manziel, yep. Tim Tebow. 
Uh, Vince McMahon said, you want someone who doesn't have any criminality associated with, uh, with whatsoever with them. Even if you have a DUI, you won't play in the XFL. So that could eliminate some players. Uh, Manziel? But, it, but if Tebow wants to play, he can play. Yeah, Tebow's never done anything, right? Colin, no, no. Has Colin Kaepernick ever been arrested for anything? I, don't think, I think he's got a clean record. Yeah, Johnny I'm- Manziel's not, though. <laughs> Johnny no. Manziel tweeted... Hashtag XFL 2020 and hashtag and like tagged Vince McMahon in it. And then he realized the rules and he's like, oh, I guess I can't play. (laughs) Our buddy Lowell tweets here that Tommy Maddox was the league MVP. Was he really for the XFL the one season? I don't remember. Like I kind of remember the XFL, but not even really. Nor do I care. It's going to fail again. It just is. I mean, we we all think it, you know, we all act like we're interested now. Like, ooh, this will be fun. Nope. You, you might watch the first game just to see how it goes, and then you'll be like, eh, not so much. And when's he going to put it? He's not going to put it against the NFL, you no, know? Uh-uh. He's probably going to run it in, like, the summertime, I, I would think, right? I feel like that's when they would probably run it. Like, remember how excited we were for arena football around here, too? Just like, oh, man, this is going to be cool, too. I was like, mm-hmm. was it? It's exactly the same way the XFL is going to be going. Right. I, I don't know if Pittsburgh gets a team. I would say probably not. But uh, I don't know. I just. I mean, especially if we don't get a team here, then it's just like oh, uh, nobody's going to care. Uh, at all. What? Yeah. XFL? It's probably just set up to fail once again. Uh, Rebecca tweets us. Selena Gomez's comment about Mikey and Bob is my favorite. You can hear how uncomfortable she is saying it. Yeah, we uh, we discuss this every now and then mm-hmm. on the show. Whenever we get the chance to get uh, like an artist. To cut like a liner for uh, for our show, we always make it different because who cares if it's just like, hey, I'm blank and you're listening to Mikey and Bob. Boring. True. Right? Yeah. So we always have artists do a little something special. Hey, I'm Selena Gomez and you're listening to Mikey and Bob, two guys that are oddly shaped and smell like ham. It's the Kiss <laughs> Morning Freak Show. Uh, she delivered that nicely, though. But yeah, it, she does sound a little uncomfortable. And she's probably wondering, like, why? Like, are they ever going to use this? Are they ever going to play this? Do I mean, they really you, smell like ham? You can hear her reading it and processing yeah. it at the same When she got the <laughs> ham, she slowed down. It's like ham. She does slow down when it goes two guys who, yeah. Like her. I'm Selena Gomez, and you're listening Fine. to Mikey and Bob, two guys that are oddly shaped and smell like ham. <laughs> it's the Kiss Morning yeah. Freak Show. Once the oddly shaped comes into it, then it starts ramping down and then smell like Ham. ham. It's the Kiss Morning Freak Show. Well, we appreciate any artist, too. I, we've never had an artist refuse no, saying uh-uh. anything uh, weird. So we got that going for us, which is which is nice. Uh, right now, it is time for Today in Freak Show History, brought to us by our friends at Moe's Southwest Grill. Welcome to Moe's. Here we go. Today in Freak, Freak Show History. Today in Freak Show History, we take you back a couple years. I always love this, man. I always love when a clip makes it on uh, YouTube and starts getting passed around uh, of a church singer. Because, like, I don't I don't go to church, so I don't know what the process is. And it's probably different for, for every church. Sure, yeah. Can anybody sing at church? Like, if somebody, if somebody, like, goes to whatever, the priest, the pastor, whatever, is just like... Yo, let me get that mic on Sunday real quick. <laughs> like, can the priest? I think that's how it goes, though. Can the priest tell somebody be like, "No, you suck." No, I don't like think the so. priest or the pastor, or whatever. And they're not gonna shut you down if uh-uh. you want to sing. So uh-uh. I almost feel like at a lot of churches, like, is there a, is there a process? 
to get the mic? Because there definitely wasn't at whatever ch- church uh, this was. This next and final song is going to be one that has made me pretty famous over the last few years. Wow. But uh, this is one that also uh, my friends at my hometown church, Gospel Light Baptist Church in Salisbury, North Carolina, oh, yeah. has uh, really yeah. made uh, their top choice. So, therefore, we're going to finish off with this one. Uh, that's a, that's that a, must be good. That's a build-up right there. That's, that's a build-up right choice. there. Uh, he has a little stumble here at the beginning. It's called Looking for a City. Okay, Looking for a City. Here we go. And the payoff. For a city. I didn't know you was going to start out with. Oh boy. Looking for a city built above. Looking for a city. It's like Fergie and Jesus. It's a vicious mix. Yes. Oh, hallelujah. Just like Fergie. That's all I'm doing. So, see ya. Oh! What a, what a stutter step there at the end. That's all I'm doing. What a finish right there. This happened down in uh, South Carolina. A burp gets a man beat up inside a South Carolina Taco Bell. That's right, a belch. Okay, a guy burped. A burp. And he got his ass kicked at a Taco Bell. At least that's <laughs> what the victim is claiming. The 20-year-old customer says he was eating at the fast food restaurant when he burped and didn't say, excuse me, okay, oh, no. I think your mother might have warned you about something like this. Uh, there's got to be more to this story. Nobody gets their ass kicked for a burp. No, and you know, and like in the middle of Taco Bell, you burp, you don't say excuse me. That, that does not deserve an ass kicking. There's got to be more than this, right? The man claims a man sitting next to him got angry, hit him with a chair, grabbed his throat. All right, like, listen. Stop okay. the damn match! <laughs> My God, he's got a chair! <laughs> it was just a burp. This man eating Taco Bell has a family! <laughs> I don't. Be- I just don't believe that. That the guy's burping at a Taco Bell, and then some other guy gets so mad he hits him with a chair and then chokes him. And tried to headbutt him. Oh, yeah. According to a police report, what? an employee told the offended customer he had to leave, and police haven't been able to find him since. Yeah, I just that one's a little hard to believe. I I feel like there's more to that story. Like the guy burped. Maybe somebody said something like, "Hey, excuse yourself." And then the other guy said something stupid. Right, right. And that's when he got hit with a chair. Who hit somebody with a chair out of nowhere, though? At, at a Taco Bell. At a Taco Bell. I feel like if there's any setting where that's uh, <laughs> possible to happen, uh, other than a wrestling ring, I don't really think you should be hitting people with uh, with chairs. Definitely not at a Taco Bell. However, as crazy as that is, still not my favorite Taco Bell story of the week. Still down in Alabama. If you guys missed this, down in Alabama, um, a Taco Bell burned down. Yeah. And the news went there to cover it because uh, a little over 100 people held a candlelight vigil uh, for the burned down Taco Bell in Alabama. This is the Taco Bell story of the week right here. Some locals decided they wanted to do something in remembrance of their favorite fast food restaurant. Emotional. Yeah. If that's your favorite Taco Bell, it burns down. You you should be a little emotional. Always remember Taco Bell's Eldorado. Grieving in nacho average way. A candlelit mm. vigil for their favorite restaurant. Some 
didn't want to taco about it. We're just going to ignore this lady's taco puns. At this point. I can't. I can't eat here. Others had a lot to say. <laughs> I felt like I lost a family member. I love everything about this report. Well, I'm hoping we get closure tonight. Yeah. But we're here supporting Taco Bell tonight, and that's what's important. I, they're standing outside of a burned-down Taco Bell. There's like a hundred people in the news in there. Talk about the things you do for the ones you love. Yeah. In this case, the one you love being Taco Bell. Uh, Taco Bell has that uh, Baja Blast drink, right? Yeah, yeah. So this woman comes out, the candlelight vigil, everybody very emotional that their Taco Bell burned down in, uh, in Alabama, and then an angel appears. Baja Blast. <laughs> Baja Blast. Sing it. Over a hundred people yes. were at tonight's vigil. <laughs> Took them to church. Over a burned down Taco Bell. The Baja Blast once again. Baja Blast! Wow. <laughs> All right, so if we're ranking Taco Bell stories, that one's the best one of the week right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. In an interview with InStyle Magazine, Oprah Winfrey admitted that she's probably not running for president. She uh, said she met with someone who wanted to help her with a presidential campaign, but she said, that's not for me. She said she doesn't have the DNA for politics. She said, I've always felt very secure and confident with myself in knowing what I could do and what I could not. And it's not something that interests me. I don't have the DNA for it. You know, Oprah realized that no matter what she did, half, half of America would hate her pretty much. Well, we we were talking about this when she made that speech at the Golden Globes and everybody's like, Oprah for president! And we were like, no, listen, first of all, that's not going to happen. And everybody's just like, when, was, when is she going to announce officially she's running? And we, were, we broke down the fact that she basically owns Weight Watchers right now. Mm-hmm. And that's just one of the many businesses Oprah runs, right? Yeah, hell yeah. And she's not going to come out two years in advance and, like you said, alienate, you know... Hundreds of thousands of people across the country. Because as soon as she says she's running, people will just hate you. People don't even get to know you anymore. No, huh? If you're part of a political party, it's just like, I hate that person. As soon as you choose sides, yep. That's it. Like, even if you're an independent, people can just, can just like, pigeonhole you into all your beliefs, if you, even if you run as an independent, you know? Oprah's got too much to lose. So that's what we were saying. We're like, everybody needs to pump the brakes on Oprah for president. Like, even if she was going to run for president, she ain't going to announce it now or anytime soon. She's going to wait to see how this all plays out. But she pretty much in, told InStyle Magazine that, no, nah, she ain't running for president, which is so funny how the news cycle works in America. Because when she gives that speech at the Golden Globes, every major news outlet was Oprah horny. For like three to four days straight, like the the morning shows, like Today Show and like GM, they were all doing like they were full like on stories. They were leading with it, yeah, yeah. And there was nothing even concrete at all. She just made a good speech. So it's not like Oprah's be like, "Well, I got too far in and looked into it." It was like, "No, nah, I'm never really running for president. It's just not for me." Nope. So Oprah in 2020, I say is not a real thing, but just as easily she could change her mind. So who knows? But as of right now, Oprah's not going to be running for president, which should be no surprise to really anybody. Mikey and Bob, it is the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show.
High today, 52 degrees and sunny. Uh, there is a report from Jeff Passan from Yahoo Sports. He writes, uh, he writes about baseball for Yahoo Sports. He said, sources are saying amid the Pittsburgh Pirates and Miami Marlins offseason trading sprees, the MLB Players Association is looking into the possibility that the teams have run afoul of rules that teams must invest revenue-sharing dollars into baseball operations. (laughs) They said not only are they exploring whether the Miami Marlins are complying with revenue-sharing rules, it is likewise they're looking into whether the Pittsburgh Pirates, who have traded Andrew McCutcheon and Garrett Cole this offseason, are reinvesting the money given to them in baseball operations, sources tell Yahoo Sports. That'll be fun, huh? Yeah. I mean, Marlins pretty much did the same thing. Well, a little more intense than the Pirates, but they dumped everybody, too. Uh, the Milwaukee Brewers, this is what they did yesterday. The Milwaukee Brewers, who are very comparable to the Pittsburgh Pirates in market size. I actually think the Milwaukee Brewers have the worst TV deal in baseball. I did see that, So, yeah. So take that all in. Like, they're very comparable to the Pirates, if not worse, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Uh, They traded, uh, they traded, what, four minor leaguers to the Miami Marlins for this guy, Christian Yelich, who's an awesome outfielder, 26 years old, four-year, $44 million contract. A very manageable deal. He's a good player, too. Good outfielder, right? Yeah. The Brewers traded four minor leaguers for him. Kind of going all in, right? And they also signed... The biggest free agent contract so far of this offseason to an outfielder, Lorenzo Kane, Five-year, $80 million deal. Now, I know you're hearing these players' names, and you might not even know who they are. I don't even really know who they are. But just the fact that a market size like Milwaukee, a team like the Brewers, just signed a free agent to a five-year, $80 million deal and traded prospects for one of these guys, that's the Brewers going all in. Uh, The Brewers owner wrote an open and honest letter to Brewers fans two years ago asking for patience while they step back and build and try to build something special. Yeah, because there was a couple of years where the Brewers were pretty good. Right. And then they've been just, eh, they've been all right the past couple of years. The owner... the owner basically said, "Like, give us a couple years. Oh, his his letter, we'll be okay. His letter to the fans was amazing. It was Which, like completely honest and like just true, all of it. And that's why I keep saying, if the Pirates were just honest with us, I think people would be able to stomach some of the trades and moves a little better. Yeah. But they're not. They try to lie to the fans and shove down our throat that they're like committed to winning, and they're just." Well, Not. It's well, just a lie. Even if they did write that letter, in two years, we know the Pirates aren't going out and spending $80 million and trading yeah. for another guy that's whatever his whatever the hell yeah. his contract is. Smallest, small, They're in the smallest television market and just signed the largest free agent contract of the offseason. So the Pirates, uh, it just makes the Pirates look stupid and I think gives upper management to the Pirates. I mean, for the next few years now. We will now be able to use the Brewers as the example. When the Pirates upper management tries to feed us some more crap, we will now be able to use the Brewers this offseason as a a comparable example. Because you're not going to compare the Pirates to the Yankees or, you know, the Dodgers or the Cubs or anything like that. You look at what the Brewers just did and you go, why aren't you doing that? Why couldn't you do that? Yep. Why can't you at least be honest like that? 
So the Brewers make a couple of, you know, big off-season moves, and I, what do the Pirates do? What's their response to that going to be? Pirates fans, we may have not signed any big free agents this off-season, but don't worry. We're bringing in Shaggy! <laughs> Are you ready for Shaggy, Pirates fans? A bucko sky blast this summer. <laughs> Who signed players this off-season? It wasn't me. <laughs> Shaggy, Skyblast, PNC Park. Get ready, Pirates fans. Pirates fans, we might not have traded a couple prospects for a good player under some manageable control. We might not have made a move like that this offseason like the Brewers did. But do the Brewers have Uncle Cracker coming in? Oh, God. Uncle Cracker and fireworks. What more do you need, Pirates fans? Follow me to PNC Park for Uncle Cracker. Oh, it's a fan jam. <laughs> Uncle Cracker, dude. Pirates fans. <laughs> I know it's been a rough offseason. Kutch is gone. Cole's gone. Players on the team are upset. The Brewers are making moves. <laughs> While we sit on our hands and don't sign anybody. Oh, we signed somebody. Mm -hmm. We signed somebody for a special sky blast. (laughs) You remember tag team. Whoop, there it is. Let's go. Sky blast. Who needs free agents when you have tag team? (laughs) Tag team and fireworks. Pack PNT this summer. For tag team. Whoop, there it is at PNC Park. <laughs> there it is. Oh. oh, God. John tweets us here for real. I'd be pumped for a shaggy firework night. Come on, John. Come on, man. You'd really spend your money to go <laughs> to go see shaggy at PNC Park? And if you have any money left over from shaggy, <laughs> Pirates fans, we may not have signed anybody big in the offseason. <laughs> But we did sign one band <laughs> to play a Sky Blast. Get Pirates fans get ready to buy tickets now. Are you ready for Third Eye Blind? <laughs> Third Eye Blind! Sky Blast! <laughs> we might not have signed anybody. We might not have traded prospects for anybody good. But Third Eye Blind's going to play with fireworks going off. It just hurts so bad. Hannah tweets here. Wait, I love Shaggy and Uncle Cracker. Oh, no. Well, it's... All right, I don't need to explain the whole Sky Blast thing, right? No, we can just... Yeah. We have a uh, tweet here from Sam, which uh, this is a good point to bring up. How TF did Mikey and Bob get a whole radio show? I want to see that audition or interview tape. Uh, First of all, no real clue how we ever got a radio show. For those people who don't know our backstory, we used to work in the stock room of a shoe store together. Uh, We got an internship at a radio station just doing like the the bottom jobs on on, on the ladder there. You know, hanging banners, doing events and different things like that, setting up the radio station tent for live remotes, and just kind of worked our way up from there and eventually got our own show. I mean, if you're new to the show, we've been been friends since we were kids. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, I don't really know how we got our own show, though. And there was never, like, in radio, you don't really need an audition tape. Uh, you kind of do, but not really. People just kind of, you know, radio's not a very huge industry. Like, everybody kind of knows everybody for the most part, and somebody will know this person, and, you know, it's kind of like a rotating circle. So it's, it's, it's a lot about who you know. So I don't think we ever actually put together in like an audition tape to get our own show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. However, though, now that you bring that up, we went to a broadcasting school, right? Mm-mm. <laughs> nope. All right, some of you have already heard this, but I have to bring this up because I know, I mean, you know, there might be new people to our party that need to hear this no, because now that Sam has brought up, how did we get our own radio show? All right, so me and Bob went to a broadcasting school. It was like a trade school. Like, you learned how to read farm reports and stuff like that. We didn't really learn a lot, but we went there for eight months. It got us an internship at a radio station, right? So that's what we did instead of going to college. We both dropped out of college. So they made you do an audition tape at the broadcasting school. Why? Though. Why? So here is some of Bob's. I, this is it's horrible. This it, is this is Bob trying to be a professional uh, radio broadcaster. And listen, I probably have a tape like this too. I think I just burned mine or threw mine out. Yeah. Uh, Bob kept his though. Here is Bob doing a weather report. AM 640 WNLD Southfield's best mix. Let's take a look at your 60 forecast today. It was a perfect day out, sunny and 72. <laughs> that 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 is a young broadcasting Bob right there. Tonight it's going to be clear with a low of 54. <laughs> Tomorrow two great days, two perfect days in a row, sunny with a high of 75. Tomorrow night, the clouds roll in. It's going to be okay. It's going to be cloudy with a low of 51. Clouds are going to roll in, but thank you, Bob, for assuring everybody that it's, it's going to be okay. Right now in Southfield, it's 68 degrees on 640 AM WNLD. I mean, you even said your W's. Just leave like me alone. W. I mean, it makes me cringe. It is so it just, bad. We've heard this so many times. It still makes it me cringe. It is still so bad. It makes me just uncomfortable. All right, here is Bob doing just, no, it. Here's, here's the best one. Here is Bob enough. doing a drunk driving oh, PSA. Oh, God. Oh, God. Hey, listen. Sam wanted to know, like, if there was ever an audition tape or whatever. And there wasn't. However, oh. there was Bob doing a drunk driving PSA at broadcasting school. WNLD. Big Bob here. What's going on, folks? I've got something to talk to you guys about. Oh, Last year, 23,000 Americans died in drinking and driving accidents. So natural. So oh, smooth. If you're responsible enough to take that drink... <laughs> You should be responsible enough to not get behind that wheel and drive. Man, oh, you're, God. I mean, you are really delivering this PSA lesson. right it's here. It is, lesson. it is. It's special. That's a friendly reminder for me oh. and all my friends oh. here at 640 AM WNLD. Or a friendly reminder. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, it just makes me cringe. It just makes me cringe hearing it. Hope we answered your question there, Sam. Again, no clue how we have our own radio oh. show. Zero Res Carpet Care will get the stains out. Uh, we tell you guys about Zero Res all the time. They have the Mikey and Bob special. Hey, listen, if you want to support the radio show that we do now, be nice to our friends at Zero Res Carpet Care in your house, your business. You ever need your carpets cleaned, go with Zero Res Carpet Care. Only Zero Res cleans with their empowered water. Nobody else got it. Which is nice. The empowered water is nice because if you have pets or you have little kids that are crawling around on the carpet, the empowered water is safe for your pets and kids. Yeah, leave your whole house smelling fresh and clean. Zero Res Carpet Care uh, comes out with their empowered water. They don't just come out like the other carpet cleaners and pump your carpet full of chemicals. Mm -mm. That's why we always tell you Zero Res is just different. And 
They have the Mikey and Bob special, so it's not going to cost you a ton to get zero res out. Get yourself three rooms, zero res clean, starting at 119 bucks. They also do air ducts. If you'd like to get your air ducts done, you can call and ask for the Mikey and Bob special. It's 412-701-1188. That's 412-701-1188. Or you can visit their website, zeroespgh.com. I mean, you delivered that like a radio Just professional stop. right stop there, it. Bob. Don't. Is that a message from all your Don't. you and all your friends here at 961 Kiss? Is that... <laughs> I hate you. Zero res. Spell it backward oh or forward. It spells the same. Zero res. Miss Mikey and Bob this morning. If you've had chicken pox, the shingles virus is already inside you. Mikey and Bob, it is the uh, Kiss Morning Freak Show. Listen to us every morning on the free iHeartRadio app. You can stream the uh, show when we're on 6 to 10 a.m. If you miss anything, you can get our Mikey and Bob podcast where you can uh, just download every episode of the uh, of the show. So that's fun. Mm-hmm. Free iHeartRadio app. High today, uh, 52 degrees and uh, and sunny today. Man, I'm so appreciative that people have uh, embraced whatever the hell it is we do here. Like, listening back to your old broadcasting school tape, like, we've come quite a long way in our, uh, yeah. in our radio careers. And it's, it's very rare. I, I'm being completely honest. It's very rare that... A, a show with, like, the same people get to stay in one city and do, like, one show like we have for so long. It's very rare, almost, like, unheard of. Well, even rare is the people on the show actually knowing each other. Oh, that's not even rare. That's growing up together completely and- unheard of. Yeah. I really wonder if there's another radio show in the country, not even just, like, a top 40 station like we're on. Any radio show in the country where they get to work with, like, their best friend I doubt from it. childhood. I doubt it. I, I don't think so either. It's crazy. I mean, we're very appreciative of uh, of everybody that listens to our show, everything you guys do for us. When we're having events, you guys come out. Uh, all of our sponsors we have. Too many to name, to be honest. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, you guys supporting mm-hmm. the show by supporting them. It's... Uh, it's magical and you know we said what was it last week or two weeks ago we just signed an extension through 2022 and uh we don't take it for granted like a lot of radio shows too they just uh you know expect this to be like a normal thing that they do every day and i we just we don't have big egos we every day we're still amazed that we get to do this and get paid for it it's it's awesome so thank you guys for supporting us and and whatever we have done here for the past few years uh melissa tweets us here true story i've had mad anxiety uh driving on the highway since i got forced off the uh, road years ago by a big rig oh that sucks listening to you guys in the morning makes the drive go smooth totally keeps my mind off of freaking out keep doing what you do thanks wow we we do have a that's nice. We do have a uh, uh, do we have calming voices? You think? I don't or, know. Or if we maybe have... just our awkwardness keeps her distracted. <laughs> you from, think that's what it is? From focusing on like the the, the, uh, the awkward the cars and everything. The awkward format of our show and not really knowing <laughs> what's happening and uh, just kind of like what is. You just stare at your radio, confused like like S- Sam or whoever it was that tweeted earlier. How did Mikey and Bob get a radio show? To to be honest, like. If you listen to other shows, it's more polished and more professional, and you can tell, like, wow, they're really trying at this. <laughs> when you when you turn us on, it's just like you start to really question, like, wow, I, look at that. I could have had my own uh, my own radio show. Why am I not doing this? Because <laughs> if they can do it, <laughs> literally anybody can. 
people always ask us too, like why we got into radio. Cause everybody that gets into radio has a big story about how they used to listen to certain people on the radio and just like, well, I listened to this person. I've been perfecting my voice for I used 20 to, years before I got on the radio. I used to have a little Fisher price microphone and I would talk into it every night and play songs and pretend like I was on the radio. No, uh, me and Bob dropped out of college Weren't good at anything. It just seemed fun. Uh, yeah. Gave We're, it a try. Working at a radio station seemed fun and easy. We never actually thought we would make a career out of it. Somehow I think, it happened. I think when I was going to college, I think I was going for elementary education. Like to be like a, a like an elementary school teacher. Yeah, I didn't go long enough to actually pick what I was going to go to school for. I feel like I would be good at that. We're basically like elementary school teachers on the radio, too, with the amount of science and... Di- I mean, what were we talking about earlier this week? Different animals that uh, you can drink milk from? Yep. I don't know if they teach that in elementary school, but I'm sure we I'm sure we educated a lot of people on that earlier this week. We were going down the list of, you know, nine out of every ten glasses of milk that gets, you know, drunk, whatever, is, is cow's milk. But there are certain other animals. There's that one glass. That people, like, people drinks goat's milk, reindeer milk, yak milk, we figured out. So uh, we do have an educational camel? show. Camel milk, I yeah. think, was on there. Camel milk, too. Ugh. Camel milk, too. Mm. By the way, speaking of uh, freaking out on the uh, on the highway, let's uh, get to this story real quick here. Some monkey business in Medina County had state troopers going bananas. Police say a truck was oh. hauling carcasses for a meat processing plant yesterday afternoon when... Okay, we have a truck full of carcasses mm. on the highway. It flipped over along Friendsville Road. All right, we have a, we have a flipped over truck with carcasses, right? Okay. All right, that's not the story. The driver was not hurt, but his frightened pet monkey scampered up a nearby utility pole. Officers eventually coaxed the animal Ah. down. ODOT crews spent four Ah. hours cleaning up the mess. Never drive with your monkey out. (laughs) If you get pulled over by a cop and you have your monkey out. Just out there in your big rig with your monkey out. What do you think's going to happen? You're going to go to jail. Can't drive with your monkey out. Uh, Steelers running back Le'Veon Bell. Everybody's still down at the Pro Bowl. When is that? Sunday? Uh, I think so, yeah. I don't really know. Wait, wait, hold on. Is the Pro Bowl, the NHL All-Star Game, and the NBA All-Star Game all on the same weekend? Uh, They are, right? Yeah, yeah. That seems stupid. And really bad for the NHL because the NHL All-Star Game is by far the worst. The NBA All-Star Game is the best. Like, did you see the format they're doing this year? They had LeBron James and Steph Curry be, like, captains of teams and then drafted. They didn't air it on TV, though, which would have been awesome. Yeah, the Pro Bowl's on Sunday at 3 p.m. Why even have it? And I think the NBA All-Star Game is at on Sunday night. And I think the NHL is, like, Sunday afternoon, too. Yeah, that's weird. 3 p.m. Do all, all sports have, like, their All-Star Games the same, like, day? What the hell is that about, man? Uh, Le'Veon Bell told uh, Jeremy Fowler of ESPN yesterday that uh, the deadline kind of set by uh, him and the team, February 20th, where they want to get a long-term deal done by then. So they got a little little less than a month then. Le'Veon said that's definitely the goal. He said negotiations can continue if they don't hit the goal, but they're looking to have a long-term deal, according to Le'Veon, locked up. Uh, by February 20th. 
Uh, yesterday down at the Pro Bowl, Le'Veon Bell was asked about the new offensive coordinator, uh, Randy Fittner. I'm comfortable with Randy, you know, and I'm sure you know, he's excited for the position, and I'm excited to have him. Did he talk to you yet about uh, anything that might change? Or Yeah, he talked to me about a couple things, you know. Uh, yeah, he just uh, said, hey, Le'Veon, if, they, if we get in that situation again, we're sneaking, Ben, damn it. You know, we got a little different personnel <laughs> changes, uh, but a little small minor changes. I'm sure if, when we get to the midst of the season next year in the training camp, we have a lot more more new things. Yeah, I hope he's not trying to give Le'Veon the entire offense for uh, next year down at the Pro Bowl. Right. <laughs> like, they asked Antonio Brown about uh, about Randy, too. You know, under pressure, you know who he's going to be. He's always got a genuine attitude, positive personality where you can talk to him about pretty much anything, you know? That type of relationship you want to have with your offensive coordinator, to be able to communicate in regards to what you're seeing, uh, what we're doing. And uh, what's the, you know, ultimately goal for us? I feel like Randy's a trusting name. Does Randy ever do you wrong? Mm-mm. Is, is Randy a trustworthy name? It sounds very comforting, too. Right, yeah. Like if you had a bad game, like Randy would come over on the couch and like put his arm around you? Uh, Randy uh, Fittner talking about this, the uh, new Steelers offensive coordinator, used to be the quarterback's coach, talking about uh, Ben Roethlisberger. If he's having fun and he's healthy and we can have honest dialogue, about where are you? Like, I just like the way Randy sounds. I trust everything Randy's saying. Then I think all his decision moving forward will always be based on his ability to help the team win. He only wants to win. That's the only thing I know about him. He wants to win football games. So you're telling me you're sneaking him. Fourth and one, QB sneak. All the other stuff doesn't really matter. How much do you rely on him on input, schemes, stuff like that? A bunch, but but we've done that. Todd did that. We've done that. I mean, you know, you'd be neglectful if you didn't uh, have communication like that with your quarterback. Yeah, of course. So you're going to rely on him for, like, scheme and different plays and stuff? Like, yeah, we mm-hmm. – I mean, you know, as a quarterback's coach and every offensive coordinator kind of, uh, you know, it's not like you set the offense up to run a bunch of plays that make the quarterback uncomfortable. Of course he has some sort of – He uh, sounds like a Randy. Put in it too. He does. He looks like a Randy too. You know, he's a bigger guy. He's yeah, got hell yeah. like kind of. Does he have goatee? He got gray, uh, yeah, like it's kind of like hair. facial. Hair. I trust Randy. Chin facial hair. Until he throws a, a Le'Veon pitch on fourth and one, I am trusting Randy right now. Uh, by the way, NFL Shop released the top-selling rookie jerseys of the year. Juju Smith-Schuster, the number one-selling rookie jersey. Number one. Deshaun Watson from the Houston Texans was was number two. He was having an incredible year until he got hurt. Uh, T.J. Watt from the Steelers, number three. <laughs> so one in three best-selling uh, rookie jerseys are uh, are Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, Mikey and Bob, it is the uh, 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. High today, 52 degrees. Uh, it's going to be sunny today, though. That's nice. Mm-hmm. 52 will feel nice. Are we at that point... Um, like before the Super Bowl where everybody starts leaking their commercials out? Yeah, yeah. Super Bowl commercials are never really a surprise anymore, right? You usually see all of them before. Well, it's smart, too, for companies to put their Super Bowl commercials online before because they get more mileage out of them. Other than just running it on Super Bowl Sunday and then... Because, like, I feel like after the Super Bowl, nobody really cares. No, it just becomes regular commercial. Like, sure, the next Monday, everybody, there's a couple where he's like, "Did you see that commercial?" I mean, if you're if you have a company that spends that much money on a Super Bowl commercial, you got to milk it for all it's worth. Yeah, uh, so, leak it out the week before. Oh. Well, I feel like this has been a thing like for the past couple <laughs> years, where you know most companies that are running big ads to get the most out of it will put their uh, commercials online. 
Uh, KFC announced Reba McIntyre is going to be the first female Colonel Sanders. Reba. I'm Reba. Dude, is that Keenan? Is there anything better than Keenan Thompson on SNL doing his Reba McIntyre impression? No. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm Reba. I'm Reba. Is that part of the Super Bowl commercial or is that just Reba's going to be the Colonel? Reba's going to be the Colonel. Well, I think it's a, it's a, they're going to, yeah, it's going to be a Super Bowl commercial too, but. Yeah. They've been rotating uh, Colonels with uh, random, uh, like stand up comedians, random people since 2015. Reba. It really took them this long to get a, a lady Colonel? Um, yeah, yeah, Reba's the first. I'm Reba. Uh, there's a Doritos Mountain Dew ad that has, this one's a bit interesting. Has Missy Elliott, Buster Rhymes, Morgan Freeman, and Peter Dinklage in it. So I guess there's going to be some sort of, I don't know, maybe wrap off or something between Peter Dinklage and Morgan Freeman. Both of them have incredible voices, right? Mm -hmm. So Missy Elliott and Buster Rhymes are like their coaches and they're looking in a mirror. This is Missy Elliott and Morgan Freeman. Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. Peter Piper picked them peppers. Peter, Peter Piper, Piper picked, picked a pack pepper. of pickled peppers. A little bit louder. I need conviction. I need to feel it. I need to be like, ah. Peter Piper picked a pack of pickled peppers. If Peter Piper picked a pack of pickled peppers, where's a pack of pickled peppers? Peter Piper picked. You ready? Yeah. Morgan Freeman's voice is amazing, right? And then here's Buster Rhymes, rapper Buster Rhymes with uh, Peter Dinklage. Of course, he's uh, most known for his role in uh, Game of Thrones. Right? How much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? I don't know what you came to do, but I ain't come to lose. Faster! How much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Speed it up, speed it up, speed it up, speed it up, speed it up. How much wood would a woodchuck chuck 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 Come on, man. How much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Let's go! Showtime, baby. All right, so that, I don't know what the hell that's going to be. Some sort of Morgan Freeman, Peter Dinklage face-off with Missy Elliott and Buster Rhymes as their teachers. I'm here for it, though. Yep, yep. So this will start happening. I think there is a, um, I think there's a Skittles commercial I saw a teaser for, and they have uh, David Schwimmer, who played uh, Ross on Friends, right? Yeah. They have him. He's There's a talking sandwich, and he's feeding it Skittles. I don't know. But those will start coming out now, and it'll be all next week. Every day you'll see, like, five different Super Bowl commercials. So then when the actual Super Bowl runs, you have, uh, you know, you're not really seeing uh, anything new. Uh, We'll probably have Facebook comments Monday, right, on the show? I think there might be Grammy Facebook comments. Maybe. Uh, It kind of depends on what happens, I think. Yeah, yeah. More than likely. Grammy Rage? Uh, the Grammy Awards are on Sunday night on CBS. James Corden is uh, hosting. Jay-Z leads everybody with uh, with eight nominations. Kendrick Lamar and Bruno have uh, have uh, seven and six nominations. I think uh, Kendrick is kicking off the, uh, the Grammys, I want to say. Gaga, Pink are performing. Childish Gambino, Little Big Town. Uh, Chris Stapleton, Sting, Bruno Mars, Cardi B, Luis Fonsi, Daddy Yankee, DJ Khaled, Rihanna, and Bryson Tiller. Are performing. Then there's going to be a tribute to uh, uh, victims of gun violence. Uh, three country singers that performed at that uh, Vegas Harvest Festival, uh, the mass shooting last yep. October. Eric Church, Marin Morris, and uh, Brothers Osborne. Um, so those are just some of the performers at the uh, at the Ooh, Grammys. There will be fashion reports, though. 
I am bored with every award show, man. And there'll be snubs. I used to love award shows. Like I used to like love watching I like them the Grammys. And, like live tweeting. I just I just can't even take award shows anymore, man. I'm just I I'm just over them. I don't know. I like the Grammys. They're all just so boring to me. Uh, every award show should be cut in half. Yeah, like the, that's gra- true. the Grammys is going to be like three hours, and yeah. they're all just you know I don't really care about speeches. I don't really care about. Uh, tributes and you know I just like half of these performers that I just named I don't care about actually seeing a performance from just it, it should just be like two hour award shows that should be the uh, the limit um, the three big awards I think of the uh, of the night of the Grammys on Sunday um, record of the year is between Redbone by Childish Gambino Despacito Luis Fonzi Daddy Yankee and Bieber the story of OJ Jay-Z Humble Kendrick Lamar and 24 Karat Magic Bruno Mars. Uh, that's a tough one, but you can't really argue that there wasn't a, a bigger record this year than Despacito. Yeah, yeah. So like, don't I? You can't even argue that. Get Biebs up there. I don't know if it's a better. It's not a better song than the other ones, probably. <laughs> but like, would anybody argue if Despacito wins Record of the Year? It probably deserves it, right? Isn't that the most viewed YouTube video like ever? Yeah, yeah. in in record time too. Yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, song of the year. I don't know the difference between song and record of the year. I think every year before the Grammys, I go look and figure it out. Uh, but then I uh, I forget. Song of the year is between Despacito, Fonzie, Yankee, and Bieber. Um, 444 Jay-Z. Issues Julia Michaels. The 1-800 song, Logic, Unless You Car and Khalid. And that's what I like, Bruno Mars. I mean, you got to give it to the suicide song, right? Like Nothing should beat the suicide song. Logic, yeah, that's song would, of the year. I would think so. Remember how much, uh, how much it increased like calls to the suicide prevention hotline and just the awareness that it it brought to, um, you know, just suicide prevention as a whole. I mean, it was an entire hit song based uh, mm-hmm. around you know like the number, the the actual number for the suicide hotline is the title of the song. That's got to win song of the year, right? You would think so. And then album of the year is usually the last award of the night. That's the big one. That's between Childish Gambino, Jay-Z, Kendrick Lamar, Lord, and Bruno Mars. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I feel like you can always give Bruno Mars an award, and nobody will ever argue it. Like, if Bruno Mars wins album of the year, nobody's going to be mad at that, right? That is a safe Like, play. Bruno Mars is always a safe fallback if you're like, all right, if we give it to Jay-Z... There could be some people that, like, this isn't even probably, like, a top five Jay-Z album that he dropped. You know, if you're a Jay-Z fan, like, Jay-Z's last album, this, you know, 444, like, this ain't a top five Jay-Z album, right? No. So if you're a Jay-Z fan and he wins best album for that, you'd be like, eh. It's going to be Lord. It's going to be Lord. It will. You could just go with Lord because nobody expects that. And it'll be like, wow, nobody really cared about Lord's last album, but there it is. Artsy and pop. All right. Yeah, but like Bruno Mars is always just a safe bet. Nobody's going to argue if you just give it to Bruno Mars. Everyone loves Bruno Mars. Remember when he did cocaine in Vegas? Yeah. yeah Good I for do. him, man. That just went away quick. Yeah. I mean, that was before. Him. It wasn't. It was before. It was before he, he was huge. Huge, huge, yeah. Yeah. So Grammy uh, Awards will be Sunday night, hosted by James Corden on CBS. And then, depending on what happens, we very well could have Grammy Facebook comments on our show Monday morning. Uh, Mikey and Bob, it is the uh, 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. I uh, 
I'm not sure. I know there's been a couple signs around the uh, the Pittsburgh area about this, but it's not full blown yet. When do Fish Fry Fridays officially start? Because I feel like it's coming soon. I'm not a very religious person, so I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know any of it. I just know at some point. What happened? Lent? Fish, fish fry season. Yeah, it's for Lent. I don't need to know all the rules or anything. I just need to know what but day. But I think that's when that's when the fry, the fish fries start, right? Yeah. Ash Wednesday. Ash Wednesday. Uh, Valentine's Day. February 14th. We're a couple weeks away from Fish Fry Fridays? Yeah. Why am I already seeing, like, churches promote Fish Fry Friday, then? Yo, started early. It's crazy, though. Started early. Um, Can we talk about Gecko, or is that... Are we not there yet? I don't... Uh, Who cares? Uh, I think we're good. I think we're good. I mean, they do it every year, right? They do. Gecko will be bringing their fish sandwich back, which is outstanding, called the Captain. The Captain. The Captain will be back for Fish Fry Friday. So that'll be uh, at Gecko soon. What they got at Gecko? What they got at Gecko? The Captain. Captain. I love Gecko, man. I love Gecko so much. I am so ready for the Captain to be back. Fish Fry Fridays to be back. We're going to have to do rundowns. Yeah, Shane uh, tweets us. It's the Friday after Valentine's Day. That's exciting. You know if you're pre-promoting already. Serious business. Yeah, things are going to get real. You're already out in these streets putting up your church signs saying Fish Fry Fridays. Bass fish in the berg. I can't wait. We're a couple weeks away from Fish Fry Friday. Biggest fish in the berg. It's exciting. Uh, Penguins won last night. Man... Why, why were we doubting the Penguins? We knew they were going to get it together, right? Yo, Pence, uh, they're looking at a little run. Little uh, run. They beat the Wild uh, yesterday at home 6-3. to three. Uh, Gino had two goals. Simone had two goals. Haglin and Dumoulin with a uh, goal each. Sidney Crosby and Phil Kessel each had three assists. So now Sidney Crosby passed Yager for second on the all-time Penguins scoring list. So he's just behind... Uh, Mario, and that's it, right? Yeah, that's all. Mario has like uh, 1,723 points. Sid's at 1,082. So he's got quite a while before he catches uh, Mario. Uh, Casey to Smith in goal again for the uh, for the Penguins. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if, if he's a really good goalie or the Penguins are just playing so incredible in front of him, it's making him look a lot better than he is. Solid backup, right? Uh, yeah. Like, Matt Murray will probably be in net after the uh, break. Uh, Penguins, uh, before the All-Star break here, though, won seven out of nine. They're on a four-game win streak. Uh, they'll be back at it Tuesday at home versus uh, San Jose, but it's All-Star weekend. Where's that at? Tampa Bay? Tampa, yeah. All right. I, I have no desire to watch anything All-Star game related with the NHL. <laughs> Nothing at no, all. No, it's not very exciting. No, no desire at all. Here was uh, Sidney Crosby after the game, though, talking about the team kind of being hot going into the All-Star break here. Uh, obviously, we've got you know a few days off here, but you know we've been playing the right way here for a couple weeks, and we've had great results, and um, you know everybody's chipping in, so that's that's a big part of it. And uh, because of that, it's, uh, it's a lot more fun to play and more pucks are going in the net. It seems like the confidence of the entire team is up at this point. Yeah, I mean, wins do that. Like I said, these are important points, and we've got to continue to, to play the same way here after the break. Yeah, how about the Lego pans, man? Keep it going. Uh, 
Sidney Crosby has been on quite a uh, a point streak. I think he scored a point in the last nine games or something mm-hmm. like that. He's ninth in points in the NHL already. Right here he now. comes. Here he comes. And Phil Kessel's third. Yo, here comes the Pens. Man. Here they come. I want Phil Kessel to, to lead the league in scoring more than anything. I know. Like, I want the Penguins to have success, but I don't know if I've ever wanted an individual success uh, more in a season than to have Phil Kessel win the uh, win the points title for the NHL. How incredible would that be? All that that guy has dealt with, like, during his career about how he plays lazy and he's slow, and I would love nothing more than that. He's a little behind, but you're telling me there's a chance. So, Penguins uh, going to the All-Star break, like I said, winning 7 of 9. Got a little win streak going. All-star break. Just sit in uh, Latang, get a go down for that. And then we'll be back Tuesday at home versus San Jose. It's Mikey and Bob. Mikey and Bob, it is the uh, 96-1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Listen to us on the iHeartRadio app. That's where you can also get our Mikey and Bob podcast. So we encourage you to listen to us when we're actually doing a live show. We appreciate that. Because that's really what our ratings are based off of. But, yeah, you know, listen, if you want the whole show, uh, get caught up on the podcast. The uh, free iHeartRadio app. Terry tweets us, please, please, please play Bob's public service announcement for drunk driving during prom season. Uh, Excuse me. When is prom season? That's like towards the end of the school year, right? Or I don't know. I didn't even go to my high school prom. You went to prom, right? I did, yeah. Like senior year? Yeah. Good times? Uh, yeah, I feel like we should bring your drunk driving PSA out for the kids during prom season. All right. Well, everybody let us know when prom season is. It's like March, March, April. I know we're not there now. And then we'll play uh, from Bob's uh, broadcasting school tape. We will play uh, this. If you're responsible enough to take that drink, you should be responsible enough to not get behind that wheel and drive. I mean, <laughs> that is a message to the children right there, Bob, for prom night. If you're responsible enough to take that drink, you should be responsible enough to not get behind that wheel and drive. That makes me want to drink, though. Like, hearing you, like... If you're responsible enough to take that drink, you should be responsible enough to not get behind that wheel and drive. Oh, it's so bad. It is. It's I, re- so I really bad. wish I had, a, like, an old tape like that that I could play, too, but... Bringing yours back out today randomly on the show, uh, it was pretty special. Uh, we go to Australia now. Ready for that? Let's go. After getting thrown out of the local pub for being drunk, this guy breaks into a zoo. My man. And tries <laughs> to climb onto the back of a croc named Fatso. Now, the guy says he just... <laughs> There's a lot to take in right here. <laughs> okay wanted to pat the creature. Well, surprise, surprise. He just wanted to pat Fatso. Fatso rub down. Fatso takes a bite oh, no. of his leg. Oh, no. Well, I'm thinking if someone else can go up. All right, hold on. This is is that the, the guy? Yeah, this is the actual drunk guy. So this guy got drunk, broke into the zoo, tried to pet a croc named Fatso, and, uh, and it bit his leg. Well, I'm thinking if someone else can go up and just hand feed him, I'll go up and... Him, but I think he somebody else can get Did he sober me. up at all for the it, interview. I don't know. I think he's still drunk. Like he still sounds drunk, right? You would think when a gator ate your leg, it would snap the drunk out of you. Well, I'm sure he had to get medical attention, and I'm sure the news tracked him down for the interview days after this all happened, right? <laughs> Boozed up again. But he still sounds drunk. Unfortunately, they move so fast. <laughs> for for something five meters big, 
and you're behind it and there's back legs yeah. and just as I've touched it, it had my leg at the same time as I went to touch it. So it's turned around in one half a second. Uh, this guy probably didn't have the best of reaction time either, you know. And grab my leg. Grab my leg. After biting Newman, the crocodile <laughs> let him go. The 36-year-old, who was drunk, yeah. was able to climb back out my man. and walk back to the <laughs> pub to get some help. Probably a good idea not to drink and try to pet a gator. <laughs> right? Yeah. Are there any animals at the zoo that you you should pet drunk? I feel like I can't trust myself around most uh -uh. exotic creatures that would be at the zoo. Like, if I get drunk, animals become scarier to me, right? Yeah, yeah. You shouldn't pet wild animals drunk. No, shouldn't be. <laughs> I mean, the amount of life lessons on it's our like show. It's like at a strip clubhouse, no touching the dancers. <laughs> Once you get drunk, it's no touching the wild animals. <laughs> you should never break into the zoo Regardless, but breaking into the zoo drunk, even worse than breaking in sober, because you can't even trust yourself around the true. animals' bed. It's true. Thinking you could. I saw people feed the crocs before, Give so them I, a thought, pet. I thought I could pet it. Yeah, those were professionals. Those were the crocs handlers uh, feeding it. And he uh, got his leg bit because he tried to pet a gator drunk breaking into the zoo in Australia. We are farmers! <laughs> We are farmers. Ba 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 ba. How great is that? <laughs> we are farmers. Ba 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 ba. Yeah, how do most people uh, refer to your business? Oh, well, they uh, see our name and then go bum ba bum 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 bum. It's genius. And really, it's the foundation for foundation for all of our endorsement deals, too. <laughs> Danny tweets here, My coworker just asked me if I've ever heard of these radio people called Mikey and Bob. Hashtag she is sheltered. Alright, do me a favor. Send her to our YouTube channel. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's the first place I'd send somebody. It's like, here you go. Like, if, if you have no idea, if you've never really listened to our show or are somehow just stumbling upon our show now. Get through some of this first. I, I would send somebody to our YouTube channel. Because then you get to see us, you get to hear us, and you just get, like, the really good stuff. Like, the, like the best of stuff. Like, go to our iHeartRadio channel. That's fine, too. You get, like, the full show there. But you just want, like, the best of clothes. I'd go to our YouTube channel. Uh, we were just talking about a story. A guy in Australia got drunk and uh, broke into a zoo and uh, tried to pet an alligator and got his leg bit. Uh, Katie tweets here, If you're responsible enough to take that drink, you should be responsible enough to not get behind that fence and pet the exotic animal. If you're responsible enough to take that drink, you should be responsible enough to not get behind that wheel and drive. You should do uh, zoo PSAs, Bob. If you're responsible enough to take that drink, stop, man. If you're responsible enough to not get behind that wheel and drive. Uh, listen, how, listen to how many drunk driving PSAs you've dropped on the show today, man, from your from your old radio tape. Uh, Lauren tweets is here. Mikey and Bob have me so hyped for Fish Fry Fridays. I'm not even a practicing Catholic. Yeah, uh, neither are we, no. but we're hyped for Fish Fry Fridays, too. Ray tweets us. I'm wondering how many people are losing their minds over you guys calling a croc a gator. I don't know if anybody's losing their minds. I know there's a difference between an alligator and a crocodile. I just, uh, I don't think I care what it is, and I forgot about it. Like, I forgot. Like, at some point, I knew what it was, but I forgot. 
I, I just don't even care Crocs at all. are bigger, I think. Maybe. I don't care. And neither should anybody else. Uh, however, though, have we watched alligator mating or croc mating online yet? Mm. I feel like we've done that, and I feel like the consensus was you don't really get to see a lot. It's almost like they're just wrestling in the water. It's like a mystery. Yeah. What were we watching the other day? Was it turkey mating? Yeah, yeah. Turkey mating was fun. The man turkey gets on top of the lady turkey, like stands on top of her. And then all of a sudden you just see a lot of feathers Feathers, flopping. Feathers fly. Feathers going all over the place. Turkey pleasure for everybody. Gobble, gobble. Uh, Maria tweets us, I went to Ikea to shop for bed frames. In the middle of the store, my eight-year-old starts yelling about Mattress Firm being the best and we should go there. That's right. We got the kids working for us. Kids know. Kids know. Mattress Firm. Uh, Pirates fans, angry about the Pirates making no offseason moves except to trade away Cole and Kutch for not really anything. Uh, by the way, I think the uh, the top 100 prospects list, the Pirates have two prospects in the top baseball's top 100. Oh, That's no. it. So, like, if you think, like, all right, well, at least they're trading these guys to get a lot of good young players back. They don't have that. The Brewers, who are very comparable to the Pirates, yeah, actually play in the smallest... MLB television market, so actually worse than the Pirates. Isn't that usually like one of the excuses? Just like, well, we don't make a lot of TV money. Yeah. Any excuse the Pirates (sighs) usually have, the Brewers could use too. Uh, They signed a big free agent outfielder, Lorenzo Lorenzo Kane, to a five-year $80 million deal and traded the Marlins for one of their good young players, Kristen Yelich. Um Brewers owner wrote an on, uh, open, honest letter to fans two years ago. Asks for patience while the team had to step back and build to uh, to try to build something special. And here they are two years later, and it looks like they're building something special. Signing now, people, trading they, like, for people. They didn't even make the playoffs Spending last money. year. No, huh? But they know they're you know they're right in the the area where they could make a little playoff run. So what do they do? They go all in. Like remember when the Pirates had that off season? Like in like they had their window. It's like they went out and signed like John Jaso and John and traded for like John Neese. They're like that's the Brewers are doing the exact opposite of what the Pirates did. So as a Pirate fan, this is going to make you more angry because you see that it is one hundred percent possible. Oh. The things that the Pirates upper management tells us is not possible with their market size. We got Jaso'd. Ugh. <laughs> oh. Is that what we're just going to call it? We got J-Sode? All of us got J-Sode. Yeah, the Brewers went all in. The Pirates just got J-Sode. Uh, Jeff Passan, who writes for uh, Yahoo Sports, uh, said, Amid the Pirates and Marlins offseason trading sprees, MLB Players Association is going to look into the possibility that they've run afoul of rules that teams invest revenue-sharing dollars into baseball operations. Uh-oh. They said, uh, looking into whether the Pirates who traded away Kutch and Cole this offseason are reinvesting the money uh, they're given into baseball operations. Uh-oh. Which I'm sure Nutting will throw out some crap like, go to the Dominican and look at that state-of-the-art. Look at the state-of-the-art facility we have in the Dominican Republic. We're absolutely putting money back into the team. I guarantee that's how they're going to shine this turd, right? <clears throat> Either that or they're going to go to MLB and be like, whoa, what do you mean we're not putting the money back in when we're welcoming to the ballpark Quad City DJs? <laughs> we might not have made any off 
off-season moves for Bucko fans <laughs> who wants to ride the train. Oh, Quad God. City DJs are performing Sky Blast. What do you mean we're not investing the revenue-sharing money? Bring it in. Top of the line acts. Are you kidding me? Yeah, sure, the Brewers, who are very, very comparable to the Pirates in market size and the amount, you know, they bring in and everything. Very comparable. Sure, they're spending money. But I don't think you can call out the Pirates like this Yahoo Sports report is and like MLB Player Association looking into how they're spending the money. Of course they're putting it back into the team. Are you kidding me? Because the team is going to be excited. Mm. Now, granted, they might lose the game, but after the game, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Sky Blast with Lifehouse. <laughs> That's right! Lifehouse! You might be hanging on a moment for the Pirates to have another winning season, but you can hang by a moment with Lifehouse, too, and watch some Zambelic fireworks. I feel like a Lifehouse Sky Blast happened, right? What? Like, that was a real thing that happened, right? It probably did, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's always time to bring them back together, though. Bring it back around for the Bucko fans. Bucko fans, pay no attention to what Milwaukee is doing. Uh, Daniel tweets us here. I'm going to really need a Sky Blast featuring Hoobastank to really buy back into this hot pile of garbage team we have. Hoobastank? Well, Bucko fans. I just we found a reason for you to come to the park. Fireworks. It is freaking Hoobastank. And Hoobastank. Hey, I would not be mad if the Pirates sold me on fireworks and Hoobastank this year. If if they just embraced sky, awful sky blasts, I would 100% be on board. You, you know how we were talking about how they should, the, they should just have a house band to make it Hoobastank. You know how we were like almost applauding the Brewers owner for you know two years ago saying, "Hey, this is gonna suck for a little while here, but trust us, we're gonna get this together." Yeah, yeah. And you know it 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 kind of paid off. I think I'd trust the Pirates more if they were just like, "Listen, gonna have a rough couple years, but Hoobastank and fireworks, and we're gonna bring in Shaggy three times a year." Who's your angel? Pirates fans, it's Shaggy. He was just here last month, but we're running out of people for Sky Blast at this point. And he is not doing anything. The Shaggy Triple Threat. Buy your ticket package now. (laughs) They just have a a Shaggy six-pack, they call it, and invite Shaggy to six different Sky Blasts. Plus, you get the bonus Hoobastank game. I know you already saw him, but he's coming back again. Shaggy! I know we didn't sign anybody in the offseason, but do you need to make offseason moves when you have a six-pack of Shaggy? (laughs) I mean, just, it it hurts so bad, and all we can do is laugh because Uh it really is that bad. Follow and tweet the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Ben tweets us, why did I go to college? Everything I needed to know about life is being revealed. Thank you to Mikey and Bob. At FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. Uh hi. hi. Hey. Hi. Uh Mikey and Bob, it is the uh 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Uh Nick tweets us. I spend Friday mornings listening to Mikey and Bob podcast for the uh week while drinking coffee. It's an excellent way to end the week. There you go. 
I love coffee, man. I love coffee. I have uh, I have one of the K cup, you know, machines in my house. Mm-hmm. But I like I hoard K cups. Like I always feel like I'm gonna run out. <laughs> so I have just I have hundreds of them. They're like like I'll buy them in bulk. Like I'll go on Amazon or something and just buy I just boxes of them. They don't go bad, do they? Is there an expiration uh, date? I don't know. I don't want to look. I don't care. I, don't, I feel like that is something that can't go bad. Like, you can't have a bad K-cup, I don't think. I mean, maybe like years down the road, but you know, if I drink two cups of coffee a day, if I'm using two K-cups a day and I have hundreds, I, I have supplies to last me for a long time. I love all the flavors, okay? I, just, I drink them all. I love trying new flavors, alright? French vanilla is so good, but I like getting crazy with it, too, all right? Uh, I put it in the K-cup, and I sniff it. I go, sugar cookie. Sugar cookie K-cup. Okay, all right. Uh-huh. What's the one I brought in over there that I brought in for us? Toasted uh, marshmallow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, who likes toasted marshmallows, huh? Ooh. How would you like to drink coffee toasted marshmallows? And I got them. We have vanilla buttercream. All right. Okay, K-cups. Uh, what's happening? I don't know. Uh, 12... <laughs> How's it already, like, 10 a.m.? I don't know. All I want is a shaggy six-pack from the Pirates. That's it. I want six shaggy s- shows this year. That's all I want. Don't side anybody. Just give me shaggy six times at PNC Park. Twelve more chances uh, today on the station for you guys to listen for keywords. Ten after every hour through 9 p.m. Text in the keyword to 200-200. Twelve chances left today. For you to win $1,000. The NHL and uh, NFL All-Star games are on this weekend. I don't care about either. Yeah, unless something fun happens. I don't know. There's Mm. nothing fun's going to happen, though. I'm not going to be watching. Anything fun ever happened in a Pro Bowl? No, but I'm just saying if it does, it'll end up on the internet, and then we'll see it. Yeah. Uh, The Grammys are on Sunday night. That'll be fun. So we'll have a Grammy recap uh, Monday morning. Woohoo! Who's hosting? Corden, James Corden. Oh, okay. Oh, carpool karaoke. Yeah, yeah. no. Carpool. Oh. I feel. Didn't he host the last Grammys? I feel like he did a carpool karaoke bit before. Remember? Oh. Remember? Didn't he bring out like a cardboard cutout of a car, and yeah. then he went in the uh, yeah. went in the audience and yeah, yeah, they were singing uh, Neil Diamond, Sweet Caroline. Remember? I remember it wasn't Keith Urban in it and stuff, and they tried to make it kind of like the Ellen selfie at the Oscars. Was that when nobody, like, nobody knew the words? Yeah, it was bad. It didn't work. Michelle tweets us, K-Cups do expire. Look at the back of the box. Uh-oh. You're going to give yourself the Rhea, man. I could. I could give myself K-Cup-a-Rhea. Drinking those bad cups. I don't think they're bad, though, because I drink so many of them, and I drink so much coffee. Like, I say two cups a day. That's just on the weekday. The weekend, when there's no rules, like, I don't drink. I don't. I barely drink any alcohol. I when, when it comes to the weekend, though, that's like my booze right there. Some people drink beer. How much? I get a six-pack of K-Cups. Just like, I'm drinking coffee all day today. This shaggy Saturday six-pack. <laughs> we'll give you a box of Bucko K-Cups, and you'll see six performances from Shaggy. You're going to give yourself the Rhea. I know, K-Cup Aria. Oh, God, did you hear him? Mikey's got the K-Cup Aria. Uh, pretty excited. This weekend, I'm going to see my uh, my mom in Michigan and playing my first ever Permani Brothers away game tonight for dinner. 
A Michigan Permani Brothers. I'm going to the Permani Brothers that's in a city called Taylor, Michigan. It all just feels strange. Uh, I actually, it's 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 attached to a mall, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the mall that I uh, used to work at in high school. By the way, I already tweeted Permani, Permani Brothers, uh, and they have already let the manager know that there will be a giant man coming in from Pittsburgh. So I tweeted him just like, is there anything I need to know playing an away game right. at a Permani's in Michigan? They're like, no, it should be about the same. We'll just we'll let Charles know. I'm like, all right. Charles is going to be scared, though. Yeah. I am going to dress in full Yinzer gear, though. Head to toe, like extravagant Yinzer gear. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go every everything I can think of, head to toe Yinzer, and just walk in that place like, like what you don't know. Just drive through the strip district be? before you leave. Get every strip district merchandise that's out. Like bedazzled, like Steeler cowboy hat. <laughs> Get it all, and then just walk into that away away game for Manny's feather boas, the whole deal, man. <laughs> oh. All right. Have we done enough? Eh. We phoned it in today. We did our best. We phoned it in today. We did our best. We phoned it in today. You know. Ryan did we ever A not, man who never phones it in. Do we ever not phone it in? Like, do we have... I, do we? Do you ever feel like you give a lot of effort to where at the end of our show we're like exhausted? Like, man, we gave it our all today. No, I've never felt that way at all. A man who never phones it in, though, and is always on the top of his game because he is pro. a broadcasting legend. He's got a golden microphone. He actually does. Gold-dipped. Ryan Seacrest has a golden microphone. I have diarrhea from expired K-Cups. See you guys uh, Monday. KST HD Pittsburgh. On air with Ryan Seacrest. It is Friday. We have 